Blog Talk Radio. Listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness Prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Amen. Today's broadcast. Amen. On the third, God, got the second Sunday of the month of June. Amen. It's our three real life, real men, real talk. Amen. I think the brothers are beginning to sign in with me now. And I want to do a roll call. Amen. Who's with me? Hey, good morning, brothers. This is Tony Mitchell. Yeah, all right, but Tony, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Yeah, right, man. It's been a while. <laughs> Who else is with me? Uh, Cleophus. Oh, brother Cleophus with me. Got one more person. Okay. All right. And I'm not sure brother Elton has joined us as of yet. Uh, brother Tyrone, I want you um, brothers to continue to keep him um, lifted up in prayer. Amen. Um, he's going through some challenges, but God has brought him a mighty long way. Amen. Amen. God has brought him a mighty long Amen. way. So, um, real quick, before we get, get started, I want to remind everybody that His uh, Abounding Grace uh, broadcast with Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work of Reverend Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday night, joy with Reverend Ray at Friends at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life, Reverend Ray, is the first and the third Sunday at 7 p.m. Amen. Uh, where was a light plan with Apostle Shirley Jones? is every first Monday at 7 p.m. They're bold in the beautiful Reverend Novita Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. In fact, they just had a broadcast yesterday. This this particular broadcast is geared towards the young folks. Amen. Adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain is every third Monday of the month. Amen. Uh, that's 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the Body of One, with Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Amen. Hour three, real. Hour three, real life, real men, real talk with myself, Ray Rose, Elston Green, Cleopas Malone, Tyrone Rose, and Antonio Mitchell is every second Sunday, amen, at 7 p.m., which is today. All right. Don't forget about our weekly uh, prayer, Midday Glory Prayer, Reverend Gwen Dixon, is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. The dollar number is 712. 712- Seven seven zero five five zero five. That's the code is seven three two four nine nine. Amen. So with that being said, again, I want to welcome you to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Welcome you to our three real life, real men, real talk. Our topic today, we can talk about something. I'll probably stir up some stuff. 
But these are the, with all this going on today, brothers, we need to talk about this thing, man. Being black in America. Amen. Uh Reverend Astor, are you with us? Yes, sir. I'm here. Oh, amen. Amen. So we got uh, for Brother Elston, uh, Cleophas, and Tony with us again. Brother Tyrone will not be with us. I want you brothers to keep him in, um, continue to keep him in prayer, uh, that God will continue to heal his body and that he'll be with us one day, okay? So what I'm going to do real quick, I'm going to do a little, change things a little different. Uh, brother brother Tony and my can start go ahead and start us off in prayer. Amen. Amen. All right, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Father, we thank you, God, for allowing us to see this day, God, because this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, God. Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit just drops down in this uh, broadcast, God. We pray, God, for those who are going to listen on today, God, that it will touch their hearts and touch their spirits, God. And, Father, we just pray right now in the the climate and the times that we're in right now, God, we need you more than ever before, God. Lead us, God. As not only black men, but also black fathers, black husbands, black brothers, and uh, friends, God. Help us, God, to make an impact, not only within our family, but also within the community that we exist within, God. Father, we thank you and we love you guys. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. So, brothers, we're going to jump right into it. I mean, uh, there's been so much that was going on with um, the, the brother Floyd, a man that uh, was was murdered and um, all the different um, cases and riots and protesting and just stuff that's happening and dealing with all that and dealing with the coronavirus and just so much stuff that's going on. And all of us as Christians, as believers, know that we're in a place and a position of prayer. And if they, we know in whom we believe, but I want us to have some real talk about being black in America. If you uh, have you some experience, uh, you can share. Be feel free to share this. We, we're pulling out all the stops here. This, this might be something we might want to look again at next month, uh, depending on what the Lord is saying. But I think this needs to be addressed, uh, addressed among us, especially with the young folks. So I'm praying that this will reach some of the young folks also uh, and everything. Because this is, this is not our father's time, you know, that we went back back in the day. This is totally different, man. This is in, intense to a point that we uh, uh, seeing things that we never really got a chance to see today. And a lot of that is taking place because of that, that, that thing called the cell phone that has a video camera. So uh, let's go ahead. We'll go ahead and um, start with you, Cleopas. Uh, talk to us about being black in America, bro. <clears throat> what an awesome topic. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been an interesting uh, start to the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure that at the beginning of the year we all had um, some goals that we set that uh, we wanted to accomplish uh, this year. And the good news is we're about halfway through the year and, you know, there's still time, um, you know, with, you know, first we get, you know, this coronavirus that comes up on us and, you know, everybody gets, gets these stay-at-home orders and and your life has been interrupted um, even to the point we talked about the last time of your, you know, going to church on a Sunday. You know, we understand that that's just the building. We are the church, but, 
but going to a place of fellowship and fellowshipping with people that you know and that you love. And then the, the, the George Floyd murder comes about, and you're starting to see uh, people that, uh, you know, I'm I'm from the school, and, and this is this is just me, but I'd rather know who my enemy is than to not know who my enemy is, um, because people can smile in your face, and as the song said, the OJ said, smile in your face all the time. They try and take your place, backstabbers. Um, hmm. So, you know, I've experienced in my lifetime. Um, I'm sure people, other people. Uh, have experienced far worse things, but I've experienced, you know, um, corporate white America, uh, so to speak. And I, I don't knock anything, you know. I'm, I'm a firm believer that, you know, and exactly what the scripture says, your, your gift will, will, will make room for you. Um, so I don't, I don't go, I don't fall into that, you know, somebody's keeping me down because it's my responsibility and, and my God-given right. That you know, that he's talent that he's given me talent for and um, to be able to, but you know there is situations where you know I can clearly see that it's me and two other guys uh, in the running for a position, and you know not that I'm I'm not bragging or anything like that, but I I know I'm better, but I don't get the gig, right. you know. And you know that 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 can be disheartening. Um, that can cause a person to start to have self doubt about themselves just because of you know the color of your skin. You know um, there is a there is a privilege um, in this country that um, that whites do have over blacks um, and 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 over. Uh, women and Latinos, uh, but we're talking about black men in America. And, you know, you see it, you know, as you said, uh, Brother Ray, you know, the cell phone has become, you know, the, the you, you know, people taking cell phone videos and police dash cams. And it's, I, I don't want to say it's surprising, but it's amazing to me that the, the people that have kind of come out and you know, align themselves with you know uh, racial biases and, and right. systemic racism. Um, you know, there was a NASCAR driver just this past week that you know when NASCAR decided to uh, remove the uh, the Confederate flag, you know he stood up and says, "Well, I'm out. You know, I'm I'm not driving no more." And you know, <laughs> what does that say? You know. Uh, I heard that there was a gentleman that got lynched in California, and there was another shooting in Atlanta uh, over the weekend. Uh, brother got shot in the back, you know. And and I think we all have to pause and, and take every situation and let it unfold so the truth comes out. And, you know, you know for me, my response is my responsibility. And to see us, as a people group, and it's not just us, it's other people uh, of different ethnicities that, that sometimes right. get in to start stuff, and then we jump in, and I call it the opportunist that comes in, you know, the looting and the rioting and all that. I, to 
me, that doesn't solve anything. <clears throat> and I've learned over the years, and specifically from my, my man of God, that it, that which you don't repair, you're destined to repeat. So all of these years later, we're still living in a time where there's uh, racial uh, uh, unrest. And if we ended something 50-plus years ago, 100 years ago, then why are we still dealing with it today? And, mm. and it's never been repaired, you know, and you got some people that think they're better than other people uh, just because of the skin color. And, you know, this Bible that, that we all read, I don't think any of us can say that we've ever seen anywhere in Scripture where God talks about black and white. You know, Acts chapter 17, verse 26 says, And have made of one blood all nation of men or to dwell on the face of the earth and have determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. You know, that doesn't say anything about race. You know, so, you know, I, I, I just, it's, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a sad time, you know, especially uh, for the body of Christ and, and, and for, for, for us as, as black men. I mean, you know, I've, I can't say that I've uh, lived a hard life uh, of racism. Um, I'm sure each one of us has had our challenges, you know, where, you know, we felt slighted in some kind of way. Uh, but, you know, I'm driving and, 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 and you know, you, you get stopped by the police and first place my hands goes on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. you know. And I thank God that I, I've been taught from a youngster you know, about honoring uh, authority. And so, you know, I, I get it, you know, that, that the racial profiling, you know, why they get stopped, you know, then the illegal searches. It, it's just a combination of things. But as a black man, I've got to do my part. Um, you know, and and I've got to make sure that I'm uh, living a life. You know, I, I'm a Christian. I'm a blood-bought, blood-washed, born-again Christian. And my responsibility, number one, is to the God I serve. And when, I, when I'm out and about, I've got to make sure that my life, that I'm living, what I talk about when we're on these calls and, you know, what I minister about, I got to make sure I'm living that kind of lifestyle. And does it sadden me and does it infuriate me uh, with these kind of senseless acts that go on? You're darn tooting it does. Um, It's sad. You know, I haven't watched the George Floyd video, and I haven't watched it on purpose, Um, not because I don't want to. I just don't want to remember that young man that way. You know, I've heard about it. I've heard about him calling for his mom and all that, you know, my mom passed when I was five years old. Uh, so that's tough, you know, and, and it's tough to think that. But, you know, like everything, you know, grandma, my grandmother taught me that everything you do in the dark is going to come to light. 
And I think what we're seeing is a lightning upon darkness. Uh, people are being exposed. And quite frankly, some of our prayers that we pray are coming to fruition, uh, are manifesting that they are being exposed. And when you read the scriptures, man, and, and you look at the end times and and you start to line these things up with the word of God, you know, the scripture says like these, like this, these things must must come to pass. So we're living in that time. But here's the good news. The good news is this, is that God intentionally put us in this time and in this space. And our lives that we live can benefit other people when we're living a God kind of life. Um, and I, I'm I'm rambling. I'm taking a lot of time up, but you know I'm 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 saddened by all this, and and so. Okay. But I understand that you know, where my place is, and and the scripture clearly tells me to that you know the greatest commandment is is love, and, and you know my pastor says this: you have to follow everything through a God pain. And so even with this, and even with all the tragedies and the sensitive murders and. And everything that's going on, I'm trying real hard to follow this through agape. You know, don't be judgmental because, you know, I don't want to judge anybody because I don't want to be judged, you know. So I really got to stop and just break this thing down and and, and prayerfully and hopefully uh, as men, as true believers, as, as true men of God, we can take our rightful place and we can stand and we can affect change. And so... Amen. 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 Uh, uh, Brother Elston. Yes. So let's get your take about what's going on um, being black in America. Um, um, do you have anything, any kind of input or anything like you say? Um, the, the only thing I can think of, even though all this is sad and um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm kind of reminded of what uh, Will Smith said. Um, he was like, it, it never went away. It's just been exposed more. It's just we have cameras mm-hmm. now. Like Tony said, we we have cameras now, so it's been exposed more. And and I'm uh, sad to say I don't think it's going to get any better because it's in the hearts of men. And here we are in uh, 2020, and with the the civil rights march with Martin Luther King, what was that over 50 years ago? And we're mm-hmm. still dealing with racism. That means that the spirit has been traveled down through generations. Meaning that the uh, the parents of these people now have taught these uh, these adults, or in the, you look on Facebook, even children are still learning this. They are it's a learned behavior, and Amen. so. The spirit is 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 heavy, and to be honest with you, I don't believe that it's going to get better. We are definitely at the end times. Um, I see uh, if you look at the scriptures, racism was even um, um, prevalent in in the uh, especially with Jesus. There was discrimination. There was racism when he was dealing with the woman at the at the well. I mean. She she said, you know, I mean, pretty much, how are you to ask me, a Samaritan, to give you 
uh, some drinks. So there was there was some racial tension back then with the um, <clears throat> with the Jews and the Sumerian people, and that's that generated in the Old Testament around uh, I believe it was First uh, King around that time. So so racism has been around for a long time. Um, discrimination has been around a long time. Uh, you look at Ishmael and Isaac, you know, um, because of uh, that Ishmael was from um, the, the servant and not from Sarah, then, you know, Sarah wasn't happy with that, you know, when there was some tension going on. So Abraham had to get rid of um, Ishmael, you know, to bring peace in his house. And then, of course, you had you had Jacob, who had his favorites, you know, even amongst his sons, he produced, he had favorites, which brought some tension in the family. So there's always been racism, there's always been discrimination. Um, the, the, the best thing that we can do with this is that as a people of God, the believers of God, is that we got to follow the scriptures, is to love God with all our heart, and love our neighbors as we love ourselves. I'm not talking about loving just your culture, your own culture, your own um, race. But we have to, it, it even specifies, it love others. And then and then also it says, do unto others as you have them do unto you. So, I mean, even though you may have some, some hatred in your heart towards this spirit, but remember, we're dealing with a spirit. We're not dealing with the people. So I can't look at somebody who uh, who. Uh, want the Confederate flag or who um, calls me the N-word, I can't look at that person. It's that spirit. It's that devil. We, it's that, that principalities and rules of darkness of this world. And, so, and it's going to be here. So the best thing as believers is we got to continue to show the love of Christ. we got to share the gospel, not just to black people, but to whites, Asian, Hispanics, whoever, go ye therefore and share the, the the love of Christ. And if they don't receive it, then that's on them. But at least we try. And if every believer would do that and not just deal with their own race, but even go across to other uh, uh, races and, and, and break, start, start stop um, dividing, but trying to unite and I'm not saying um, to, to purposely go out and look for the opposite race to, to minister, but, you know, that if we have an opportunity to do so, that we will do it and not just say, no, I'm going to deal with my black people. Because truth be told, there are a lot of blacks that are racist as well. So Amen. just because we're black does not mean that we are, are um, um, that we have immunity Towards the racism, because we, I mean, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, and just because we're black don't mean we're going to heaven either. So there's, there's got to be, uh, just like everybody else, we got to accept Christ as our Savior and, and confess it and believe it. And, and once we do that, then we are saved, and and God will change our heart. Um, um, yeah, I, I deal with racism on my on my end, but but still, I understand. And it hasn't been severe with me, but I understand now that it's not it's not them, it's that spirit. And we understand that as black Christians, if we understand that and grab hold of that, 
then we're able to forgive them like the Bible commands us to do. Yes, we got to forgive even even the racist white person. We're going to have to forgive them. You know, even if all us the N-word, the Bible says that we have to forgive them. If they put a um, a cross on our, on our yard and burn it, guess what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to forgive them. If they get the job promotion and we don't, guess what we have to do? We're going to have to forgive. You know, if they do anything to us, guess what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to forgive them. We're going to forgive them. And so, and I know it sounds it's easier said than done, but that's what Jesus told us to do. we got to forgive them, and guess what? We're going to have to bless them after that. So um, it's up to the, to the people, God. The politicians can't do it. They can't do it. You know they can they can set up all these rules. They can defund um, uh, police. They could put more social money and more social communities and 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 social resources. They can retrain the police officers. They can have um, uh, uh, I guess they call racism, uh, race, racial uh, uh, sensitivity. They can do that. They can do all of that. And that's beautiful and that's outstanding. But it takes the heart change for this to work. It's going to have to be a heart change. Because just because a person, a white person, smiles in my face and calls me sir, this and that, does not mean he doesn't hate me. It's just, right. he's just a smiling racist and he's keeping it to himself, you know. But eventually it will come out because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth does speak. So, uh, uh, so, so my, in a nutshell, this is, is is not going to end. But to for us to make a difference, we got to share the love of Christ. Amen. 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 Yeah. I, um, when I thought about this broadcast, uh, I always go back to uh, this one faithful light in my hometown in Arkansas, where I was getting off of work and. Uh, this police officer pulled me over. Uh, I was going the speed limit, didn't run any red lights, didn't do anything. Uh, the police officer pulled me over. I pulled over into this parking lot, um, and I could just remember how scared I was, um, given the fact that uh, some of my other friends have said stories about police pulling them over not for anything wrong, but just being black and in the wrong place at the wrong time. So um, I, I got pulled over. I had my hands up on the steering wheel, follow every command uh, that was given to me. And the next day I know one police officer turned to six police officers in a matter wow. of five minutes. Wow. wow. And I was totally surrounded. And I never experienced that type of fear since that moment, um, I actually thought for sure that I was not going to make it. And given the fact that I was literally five minutes away from my house, um, I just didn't think I was going to make it. And as quickly as all of that was happening, and I could see them talking behind behind me, you know, through the rearview mirror, uh, just trying to make sure I didn't make any sudden moves, uh, the police officer came back. And he said, I see that you're uh, right down the street from here. And I told him, yes, sir, I am. And, he, and the one thing he said to me I'll never forget, he said, well, I'm going to tell you this. 
straight home and you don't come back out. Because if you do, I can't guarantee what would happen if we catch you again. For real? For no. real. For real. So, you know, that, yeah. So I got home. Uh, I ran into the house. Uh, I told my grandmother because my grandmother uh, raised me. I told her what happened, and that's when I had my first conversation of being a black male in America. Um, you know, I've seen racism, uh, given the fact that I was in the South. Um, I knew about it. I knew it happened. I've heard stories from my peers about their stories, but now I have my own story. And I look at it today, I have three sons, and I have a baby girl. And I just look at them, and I just say, I could teach them how to properly act. I could teach them, if they ever are confronted by the police, what they should and what they shouldn't do. But even in teaching them how to obey and and to do everything right, there's still no guarantee that they will walk away from that situation. Right. And it's just heartbreaking. And I'm tired of having this conversation with my sons, especially now with my second oldest, who's preparing to go to college, who's probably going to experience some form of racism, who's, you know, and I just pray every single day that God not only cover him but cover all my children, but, you know, especially given the fact now that if I step out the door, I'm just praying to God that I can come back. Yeah. You know, and that's that's not the time that th- these times and, um, you know, the racism, it is a matter of the heart. It, it is something that only Jesus Christ himself can fix. And we're not fighting against the individual. I agree. We're not fighting against the individual. We're fighting against the spirit of that person. Uh, we're fighting against that spirit of racism, uh, the systematic oppression that has been instituted against us for 400-plus years. Uh, when you look at how this country even came about, it was built on violence. So I, I just think at this moment, at this time, uh, we're recognizing who really is for us and who is really not for us. I've I've lost so many Facebook friends over the past couple months because they've shown their true colors. Right, right. And and you know I'm glad that I can see them for who they are now. And I think that's what God is doing in this moment is really truly exposing the hearts of people to expose what they truly believe in and, most importantly, how they see you. So um, even in this moment of enlightenment, it also helps uh, me uh, to really start talking about our history as African-Americans. We haven't had those not-too-many conversations on that, but now it's really uh, trying to get an understanding of who we are and you know, how great of a nation we really are. So it's, it's definitely some uh, great things.
things that have come about with this, uh, some not-so-great things. I mean, just now we had another young black male that was shot in the back in Atlanta. Um, you know, another, uh, it was also mentioned in California, someone was actually lynched. So it's, it's we're, we're in a fight. We are in a fight, and we just have to make sure that we are situationally and culturally aware, spiritually aware of of how everything is right now and where we're going and what we want the future to be. You know, Brother Ray, I know you're going to come back on, but I I just want to piggyback on on Brother Elston and Brother Antonio. Um, It's it's critical it's a critical time in our society now, and, and it is it is so important, you know, not just to quote scripture. It's important that we live scripture, and, and it's so important that we that we that we trust God, um, because you know, for example, you know, there's a history with with Black America and voting. And, it, man, it's important. Every vote counts. You know, it's important to, to study the candidates and, 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 you know, ask God for guidance and ask Holy Spirit for guidance on, on who to vote for. Because the Scripture says when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bears rule, the people mourn. So it's important that we're, that we're voting the right people in. It's important that we understand that, you know, both both uh, Elson and, and and Tony and Tony said that this is a this is a spiritual fight, and we're trying to fight a spiritual fight with physical weapons. And we don't fight a spiritual fight, spiritual warfare with physical weapons. We we fight it in the spirit realm, um, using our voices of prayer and, and coming in agreement with one another in prayer. You know, and and so you know. The weapons of our warfare aren't carnal, <laughs> so it's important that Amen. we in this in this time. It's so important to really bear down, and it's so important to trust God, and it's so important to keep doing what we know is is principle driven. And you're right, man. It, this this is this spirit of racism is real. It's reared its head, and now the only question is how are we gonna fight it? You know. And and if we're trying to fight a spiritual fight with carnal weapons, man, we're gonna lose. You know, and it's, it's uh, right. And 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 man, you, Tony, I hear you, man. I hear you loud and clear uh, when you talk about your your, your children, man. Um, yeah. You gotta keep trusting God, brother. And you you gotta keep believing that when they walk out that door, they're gonna walk back in. And we we cover our family in, in, in our prayers, and, and we understand that, you know, weapons are going to be formed against us. But that's what the scripture says: the weapons are formed, but they don't prosper. You know, so. Amen. Are we going to get knocked upside the head? We might get knocked upside the head, but we still stand on the principle and the word of God for our lives. Because at the end of the day, what else do I have to stand on? Amen. 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 And again, I want to just say real quick, um, you listen to all three real life, real men, real talk. 
And we're talking about being black in America. Amen. I got my brother Tony, brother Elston, brother Cleophas, and I'm brother Ray. Amen. This is a serious time that we live in with many things going in, going on. Amen. Um, real quick, I, 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 I want to go because I want to get back to you guys. I want to continue with the conversation. But uh, one of the things that took place for me many years ago, um, and just to let you know, those that are listening, this is nothing new as far as how uh, we as black men are treated. I remember I was had a decent job, was working at a, as a manager at a Marriott without giving a lot of details. I was working night shift. And basically what was going on, I was getting off from work, had the bank deposit with me, get ready to get in the car. I had an um, employee that needed a ride. I said, okay, I'll give you a ride to wherever. Had my necktie on, my suit on, everything. Like maybe about one o'clock at night or something like that. Um, as I got in the car, a van pulls in the front of me, and I don't know what he was trying to do. I guess he was asking for directions or what, whatever. And I just say, "Well, I don't know," because I had the bank deposit from the sales for the whole day. <laughs> so the next thing I knew, man, that they jumped out the van, um, and another car pulled in behind me, and had two cars on on the left and the right, and they. Wow. Basically closed us down with guns drawn. Um, I that was the most scariest moment in my whole life that I've ever experienced, and not knowing whether I was going to live or die, and everything like that. And of course, they made us assume the position, put our hands behind the back, and searched the car and everything. And my thing, all I kept thinking now, and eventually I realized, well, of course, they were police officers. But I was like, wait a minute, you just saw me work, come out of the building, so you know, you had to know that I worked there, you know, with a name tag and the name tag and everything. (laughs) So uh, I felt amazing. And then they made up some excuse. Uh, I don't know who they were searching for or whatever, but they made up some excuse that the car that I was driving um, was reported stolen. And I was like, that's not possible, you know, and everything. That's not possible. The car's not stolen, blah, 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 and everything. And uh, next thing I know, they talked to us. I guess they pulled up the records, and they let us go. But their reason was that the car was stolen. I said, the car's not stolen there. The car can't be stolen and everything. So uh, at that time, I had never, this, and this, I'll tell you what was that. It was in Bethesda, for those that know Maryland. And this was probably about almost 30, 40 years ago. So wow. uh, there weren't too many of us out that way. <laughs> there weren't too many of us out that way. So, and there weren't too many of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there weren't too many of, of us at that time working as managers. Out for that particular place, so um, let it know we was very rare, you know. So I experienced it sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. Uh, it was called the N word, of course. Working at the at the restaurant for Marriott at the time, called the N word many times and stuff, and um, so that was my experience in dealing with it and everything. And I, I, I think for us, for at least for the older generation. What it did is we developed thick, thick skin, you know. We developed a thick mm-hmm. skin, but this, this generation now, <laughs> they're yeah. not playing that. 
they're not playing that, you know, and everything. So, um, I'm, 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 and like I said earlier, I'm glad that it's being uh, focused on now. And again, it's mainly because of technology, of course, the, because of that camera, you know. But they, the thing that I realized, it has become even more bolder, even with the cameras going. You know, it does now. It's like it doesn't even matter if somebody got a video camera watching and everything. And let me put out this quick disclaimer because we need to make sure that not all police officers are, are, are bad. No, you know, some come to work, do their job, care about what they're doing, and they do what they're supposed to do, and everything. Um, so we need to make sure that we put that out. Now, not all white folks are, are racist. You know, some mm-hmm. are marching with with some of the, 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 the protesters. I mean, one of the things that caught my attention uh, watching the protest is the, the melting pot of different people and different mm-hmm. backgrounds, you know, yep. that is willing, all, not just in the United States, but all across the world, you know. And I was like, man, this is something else and everything, you know. So from that perspective, you're like, okay, good. There may be something... Um, will come out of this, you know, maybe a gathering of mindset will take place. And else you're right, it might not change a thing, you know, it may get worse and stuff like that and everything. But at least you can tell there's a, a, a warfare that's going on between that what is good and that which is evil, you know, yeah. and, um, and and that's what we want to do. Our part is, as someone said earlier, stuff we want to make our life is lived out as far as our Christian walk. Except that even in the midst of chaos and even in the midst of darkness, they see Christ. Okay? Amen. Yeah, they might be at this point tired of singing the old Negro hymns and we will be free at last and all the other kind of stuff. And now uh, they want to deal with some, um, they, they want something more than that. And I, I do have a couple of questions, but I want to give somebody else a chance uh, to, to, to talk a little bit. Anybody else? Amen. No? All right. Um, did I do it too fast? Okay, let me move on. Okay, this is one of my questions I have for you, brothers. And you guys could just act. Um, it doesn't, no set order, okay? It said, if you were around someone that hated you because of your skin, the color of your skin, and you got an opportunity to sit down and talk with them, give me at least one thing that you would say to them. Anyone? Oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a good question. Yeah. Say that question again, Ray. Say that question again. Okay. If you were around someone, you know, if you came in contact with someone that hated you and you knew that they hated you because of the color of your skin, what is the one thing that you would say to them? I think I I, I probably um, – um, and, and we'll put it this way. Hopefully, I will say or share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay. That's what I hope I would do. There's no guarantee that I will. Right. But I hope that's that's what I would, would share. Why? Because I think that's what we're commissioned to do. I'll do that first, no matter if they hate me or not, and not even – Regardless of my emotions or how I feel towards him, I still got to stand on the word of God. So 
I, I think I would just I probably hesitantly hesitantly probably with some um 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 with some anxiety behind it too. But I would I would try my best. Hopefully I'll try my best to share the gospel. And just, just let them know, hey, I mean, hey, you you may hate me, but I can tell you somebody who loves you, who loves you so much, even the way you are. Even that you that you hate me. And 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 that will be hard to do. But but I hopefully because no, like I said, no guarantee. But I hope that's what I would do. Okay. I share the love of Christ okay. with them. Okay. Anyone else? You, you know, and, and I was just sitting there. I was thinking about it because, uh, you know, I think that I would just in in, in that situation. And, and Elson said it right. I, I think it would be. It would take great courage, and it would, you know, take you denying yourself or, or me denying myself. Uh, to clap back But mm-hmm. I think I would just say You know I love you with the love of the Lord And leave it at that And right. whatever right. they said Or whatever they did after that Is on them Because at the end of the day My response is my responsibility You know And and and, and I have I've learned and, and, I, and I practice this in my life I refuse To hand over Power of me to someone else. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. It doesn't matter what you say to me. It doesn't matter what you do to me. It's my responsibility as a as a as a believer in how I'm going to respond. And my responsibility and my covenant is with God. And my covenant and responsibility is to respond the way Jesus will respond. Now, I didn't say that was going to be easy. But <laughs> Amen. That's where I have to go because, you know, Dr. King said it best, man. He said, you know, you can't fight hate with hate. Right, the only right. thing that can drive out hate is love. And, right, right. you know, it's, it's, it's someone standing there, how do you, how do you defuse a person that, that, that's angry? You don't defuse someone that's angry by you getting angry. You defuse that person by that being angry or being irate. You stay calm. You know, it's it's like the scripture says, I I have peace that's a past of all understanding. And so I I gotta practice what I'm reading in scripture and what I'm professing to others. I gotta live it. If, if I think uh, 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 my Betty people said it this way, if you can't live it, you don't have a right to teach it. Mm-hmm. So all right. So it's important, you know, and I. Uh, I, I would try hard to do that, uh, and I agree with Elston. I think it would be tough, but, you know, someone standing in your face berating you and calling you the N-word and all that, and how are you going to respond, you know? Uh, and I've had experience with people that, you know, I've been in the automobile industry for over 30 years, so I've had experience with, 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 with white folks that came in, and it was very obvious they didn't want to deal with me, and that some have even said they didn't want to deal with me because of the color of my skin. You know what? I could call them some names, and I and I probably could have back then because I I wasn't walking in Christ. But I just turned and walked away and got them somebody that that could help them. You know, so right. I mean I can't because of someone yeah. else's ignorance. I shouldn't go there with them. And so I I have to be 
know, number one, I got I got a family that I have to protect and take care of. Um, and when I leave this house, they they're expecting me to to do the right thing and and to and to come home. So I can't, I can't go and fight foolishness with foolishness. Uh, keep my mouth. Amen. Brother. Amen. Yeah, that's that very tough question. Um and I immediately when you asked about that I thought about uh what the Bible says, a soft answer turns away wrath. Right. But a harsh words st- stirs up anger. So so if this person is spewing hatred towards me, um, just like the brother said, it's not gonna help for me to spew uh, hate and anger towards him because it's not going to get anywhere. It's only going to escalate. Right. Um, so how can you diffuse the situation? Well, uh, everyone said the key thing, you have to show lo- love towards this person. It's the polar opposite of what this person is trying to communicate towards you. He's coming from a, a center of hate. That Therefore, the only way to to fight against that is to show love, and it's it's not easy. It's not easy at all, right. um, and it's going to test every single thing about you because we we read the word, we we study the word, we try to implement the word in our life. But coming across that situation, I believe every single spiritual gift is going to be have to be available to 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 keep you composed in that type of situation. But it could be done if we take ourselves out of the situation and really just try to see this person as a person, a child of God that God created. God created this person. He's gone down a, uh, a path that's opposite of where God wants him to be, but you might be the one person, even if he doesn't convert uh, to Jesus Christ by speaking to you, you may be the one person that will drop the seed inside of him that will be the catalyst to start him on the path to get away from those uh, hateful thoughts and ideals and turn back to God. So we just have to realize if we come across that kind of situation, we have to look at it as an opportunity to show the love of Christ through us. Amen. Amen. And, um, you know, years years ago, I, I worked with a guy that was, uh, and he was he was he was one of my bosses, and he was a clan member. Um, his father was a grand grand wizard in the in the clan, and and you know what was amazing is that he and I never had a crossword. Um, we worked together. We worked alongside of each other, um, and quite frankly. He developed the respect for me just like I developed the respect for him based on the job that we did together. You know, we had a common goal of, you know, selling cars and and, 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 and being profitable, uh, and that was all it was. We were never going to hang out together. We were never going to do anything outside of work together. And I, didn't, I never looked at him for what he was because it didn't matter. He never said anything out of the way to me. So, but I knew who he was. I knew what he was, you know. He he had he had the little emblems on his hand, and so I knew. But again, you know, we were in the workplace. 
I guess it could have went south at any point, but it never did. And 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 I had a healthy respect for him and what he was able to do, and he had a healthy respect for me and what I was able to do. And I don't know that it, you know, uh, bridged any gaps between us or not. I just know that I never witnessed him uh, acting inappropriately toward toward a black, and he was a clansman. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyone else? Okay. Listen, I want to, when I was listening to your brother's talk, and uh, for me, when again, I go back to what I said earlier, earlier about this being a spiritual warfare. And I think what it basically boils down to is that we can't warfare with the flesh and everything. Uh, in other words, we're not going to take flesh to a, a fight. But we gotta bring. Uh, I messed that whole thing up. <laughs> we gotta bring the spirit, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? That you can't bring a knife to the gunfight. Yeah, you don't bring no knife to a gunfight. <laughs> <to a> gun <laughs> okay, you can't bring your flesh to a spirit fight. <laughs> you can't bring. You can't bring your flesh to a spirit fight. Okay, and uh, that is just awesome to know. We we we, we gotta do it. You know. Uh, almost out of time, and I, and I got a couple other questions that I wanted to ask, but we're not gonna be able to do it this time. But uh, because most of us have already seen what's going on in the news and the, the protests, and the, uh, how do we deal with the angry young people that are just—I don't even know what the word "angry" is the right word <laughs> for them. This is beyond just being angry. You know, uh, and not just young people, but some of us, all of us. What what took place on that video, and man, it's just so. It represents. I felt it. It's, if if it was me being there, or if it was my one of my brothers, or, or someone, you know what I mean? Because just, I mean, it was just the the image is. I remember telling somebody that image is going to be forever in my mindset. I can never get rid of that image of what took place there, okay, with the hands in the pocket. I just can't get rid of it, you know, like he didn't, like it was nothing and everything. So the thing is that being that there's a lot of angry people, young and old, but mainly the young people, uh, how do you deal with that kind of emotions that are coming from my youth? You know, how do you um, point that in the right direction and everything else as elders? And I ain't trying to call nobody old and like that. But we've been around for a while, you know. How do we do that? Any solutions? Any ideas? I think think our message has to stay consistent. Um, You know, I I think if, if it's people that you know and people that you're around, you know, a lot um, is, you know, as I said earlier, if 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 your walk is has been one way, and then all of a sudden it changes up, you confuse people, and mm-hmm. now they they if, especially if they're looking up to you, and they see you as a as a leader or as a mentor of some sort, and now you switch up and you start acting out, that just now 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 that gives them uh, somewhat of a license. To act in the old kind of way they want to act. So I think I think consistency. I think the message has to be consistent. I think our actions have to be consistent um, along the way. You know, and and I think 
to a man, each one of us has said tonight that 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 we're angry. You know mm-hmm. that this has has uh, has brought up, you know, for lack of a better term, when you see the movie Roots, that 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 thing rises up in you uh, that wants you to be defiant and all that. But I, I think that you know we got to go with the word, man, and and and, yeah. and stand on the word of God and and just be consistent. That's that's the one word that is, you know. And Galatians says. Don't get weary in well doing, and so that's that consistency piece that we got to continue to do what we know is right, even when it doesn't appear that it ha- that it's having an effect on anyone, and just keep doing mm-hmm. it. Be consistent. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Yeah, one thing I've noticed with this uh, younger generation um, is the fact that they're looking for two key things. They're looking for consistency. And they're looking for honesty. Um, If you demonstrate these two things, you have their ear. But these kids are so observant. If you're, you know, doing one thing and then all of a sudden you shift gears and you try to do another thing, they'll instantly tune you out because you're not living what they have seen and heard from you. So uh, you just have to be very consistent. You have to be honest with them. Tell them the truth because they they can look the truth. I mean, with these cell phones, with these computers, with everything that they have, they could they have information at their fingertips. So if you go to them, you gotta come correct with what you're talking about. And mm. um, even as young as you know, my youngest kids, they're seven and six. They have a wealth of knowledge right at their fingertips, and they know how to go to Google and look things up. So you just have to, uh, for your approach, you just have to be ready, armed with information that will help them to understand exactly the climate and everything that's um, happening right now. And then as far as the the anger, uh, you have to find out a way to take that anger and channel it into something that that they could positively do. Because if they have this anger and they have all this built-in energy and they don't have any way to uh, distribute that energy, they're going to do, you know, what they need to do to release it. So if we could take that energy and take that, that willingness to want to do something and point them in the right direction and say, go forth with it, then you'll get greater results from it. Amen. Um, Brother Austin, you got anything to add? Well, I, I was going to piggyback on what, what he just got finished saying about the anger portion. Um, I think uh, uh, what we've been taught is to tell people not to be angry. And um, um, because uh, what the Bible, what they try to say, what the Bible says, but the Bible says be angry, but sin not. So, right. so, so like he said, take that, that anger and and do something, you know, constructive with that. Um, I I remember doing a eulogy at a funeral a few weeks ago, and um, and the first thing I told people, I said, "Hey, cry, cry. What are you what are you holding in for? You know, what are you holding it holding? What you feeling? What are you holding? That's where it hurts you. So with the anger, be angry." Scream, holler, yell, whatever the case might be, but don't sin 
and take that and do something with the anger, the energy that you that you have. And then also I would tell them to stay off the news media mm-hmm. because he, they feed that anger in them. That's all they're doing. That's why I tell them. I, I know they don't want to hear that. Stay off, stay off, stay away from CNN, NSNBNC, and ABC, and CBS, and, and DVD, Boys and Men, and Bill Bibbs. Stay away from all that stuff. Right, right. I love it. Because that's fueling the anger. And I'm not saying not to be informed, not to know what's going on. But when they keep watching that stuff, and now the media is playing right. the the nation against police officers now. Right, right, yeah, right. They're playing it, so it's like, oh, this is where we're going, so let's do it. So right. it's like, okay, now every time something happens, the media jumps on it and they blasting it, and then all it does is make people even angrier. So right, my right. my best take what you have right now. And not just you, but everybody. Take the anger, make something, make something positive with that, and then two, leave that news media alone because they're not helping you. Right. They're not doing it. They're not helping. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, other so, vote. <laughs> I think that was said earlier. <laughs> right. vote. vote. Listen. I talk about, yeah. I'm not vote. talking about the president because we always look at at. The president, are we going to make sure we vote in November? But we need to vote for when we have a mayor or a school board, superintendents, the sheriff, wherever, anybody that's running for a political office, we need to vote. See, we always look towards the president. But if, if you look at the, if you understand politics and the government, the president doesn't have power. He doesn't have the power. If you want to know who the power, look at Senate and the House of Representatives. They're the one that have the power. They don't, they don't have the power. The president is just a spokesperson. Okay, he's just a spokesperson. Look, look at it. Look how it's run. Understand how government is ran in this country, and you understand that the power is not him. It's the members of Congress who has the power because they can there forever. They could be in there for a life term. As long as people keep both of them, they can stay in there forever, and they Amen. become more people. They become more powerful than the president. Look at it. Look at the government. Study how the government is run. Vote. Vote on everything. Vote hmm. on everything. Yeah. Amen. I wish I had time to um, to ask this question, but I don't want to take too much of your time, brothers. But I want to, uh, maybe next time, we can talk about this young lady and not to put her down and nothing like that. Her name is Candace Owens. I don't know if you brothers are familiar with her or not. Uh, Thank you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess you're familiar with her. You done started okay. something, right? Now you want to cut us off, but you're going to say her <laughs> name. like. <laughs> I don't even know if she's even if we should even give her that energy and talk about it. Yeah. Let, me, let me just say this, and, and again, scripture based because that's 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 what I know. And and and, and right. Proverbs right. chapter four, I think it's verse seven, says this somewhere in this. It says, "Wisdom is the principal thing; therefore, get wisdom. But in your getting, get understanding." And 
Understanding is is simple, man. If you don't have understanding of something, Shut that's up. the only thing you get to keep in life is understanding. Shut up. You have to shut up. <laughs> yep. Shut up. And, and, and again, I'm not speaking. I don't know the young lady. I'm not speaking against her, but the concept of what she's saying is negative, opposite of what we're saying here today, and everything. And that's the only reason I'm bringing because I don't know her, She'll be but all right. I know what she posts. You know, I know what she posts and I know what she says and everything. She'll be all right. And, uh, <laughs> so we got, oh, yeah, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. We're going to keep we gonna let's, keep let's, let's, in prayer. Let's pray she don't ever experience it. But she'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to experience it. Oh, make, she no, gonna, make no mistake about it. Because she's going to get yeah. comfortable. She's going to get comfortable. If somebody's going to put her in her place. Oh, hey, Ray, yeah. Rama yeah. used to say this. It's not going to be out there with dogs. You come up with fleas. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> See, that's, and that's why I say we, all those things with... come into play. You know, and it, 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 it can't well, I hear what he say. What he say? If, if you lie down with dogs, you gonna get up with fleas. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and this if you by chance are just happen to listen, you know somebody's giving you this link. Nothing against you, you know. You, everyone has the right to their opinion and everything Amen. like that. You know, um, I just don't like your 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 rhetoric. Okay, it's just not healthy for us as a race, as a group of people, and especially as believers. But hey, you know, she gonna understand. Country. Understand it better by and by. It's it's okay. He's <laughs> that. The one that she's yielding to and leaning towards, they're gonna show her where, who she is. It's yeah, not. It's, they it's not the, they gonna show her who she is. Yeah. I mean, just there's a I mean, Tyler oh, Perry movie with with, with uh, I don't know if you I'm, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but there's a Tyler Perry movie with uh, and I don't know the name of it because I don't watch a whole lot of movies, but I've seen it before. And it's got some eyelace in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, the house that prays. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's messing around. And, and her mother knows, pain. that man ain't going to marry you. <laughs> yep. Yep. He put it in place. He ain't coming home to you. He ain't going to marry you. Exactly. Stop. Yeah. Stop off. Yeah. That's what right. I said. They are the ones that put them in place. And it's not just her. Right. A lot of people like that. There's a lot of people like that. And that's why, that's why I brought it up. Because there are people like us of our of our color that feel exactly like that. <laughs> you go oh, like, absolutely. what? Yeah. <laughs> and right. like, they entitled, you know, they entitled to feel the whatever way they feel, you know. But if they can, and the reason I brought it up, Elston, if if they gonna be in using the media platform to say the shit, then then we need to have people in place to speak exactly just the opposite of that. And call them on those things. So that's basically why I brought them. Especially as believers, you know, if we can call have the the the, the right of Jesus Christ that said we have the right to call out darknesses and, and spiritual high places and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we gotta call right. thing. We gotta call right. a spade a spade. You know, right? We can't. Keep it I understand, it. but but yeah. but Candace, trust me. If you look man, in the Bible, man, you, as smart as you are. You read the Bible, you're going to find out that nobody in the Bible that God uses was qualified. Nobody. Everybody has some dirt in them. But God 
God didn't look for people who were qualified. He qualified them. He did yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. you look at the Bible, and, even the, and, the thief on the cross, he was not worthy enough to go and be with Jesus in paradise, but he, because of his faith, got him in paradise on the Amen. cross. Amen. On the right, cross. Right. So God right, can use right. anybody he wants. If he can use an ass, he can use anybody he wants. And you do not have to be qualified. He will not. And it look, every person he used, from Abraham, who lied, who lied, from Sarah, who didn't trust, you know, from um, Gideon, who kept, who didn't have the faith, who was, he said he was poor. Gideon said, I'm poor. Why, God, why you want to use me? I'm a poor man. Why you want, my family, we're the least among the tribes that God used uh-huh. him. Why? Because God uses people, uses Moses who said he had a stuttering problem, and Moses was a murderer too. Come on, man. So he God <laughs> will use anybody he wants, anybody. and you know he will, and you. And reason that he used unqualified people, because you can't say because because of what I did. And that's what God is from us. He, he can't say, you can never say, because I did this or because I w- went to this school or because I prayed or because I'm fasted and because I got this, sem- I went to this seminary and I got this theological degree or whatever, I went to this church. He never used people like that. He used people where the world looks at them and says they weren't even qualified enough. Yep, that's because, that's because we as people or people look at the outward appearance. God doesn't exactly. look at the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. Right, right. And if the heart is right, he can use you. That's right. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, my clock says zero. <laughs> okay. All right. My clock says Hey, man, says we should have had a special two hours tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> we should. And, 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 and when I set it up, I said, I should make this an hour and a half. I said, nah, I know the brothers got stuff going on. I don't want to, you know, keep it and stuff like that. But you can't do something like that now. Hey, then cut us uh, off. You can't stir us up like this and then cut us off. <laughs> we can do something like that next time, man. Y'all just let me know. We need, we need longer. We can do two hours. We can do it as long as you want, you know, because I just want to make and sure. And with, with a discussion like this, I, I think with, with with all of us, you know, and, and you know, Elson and Tony and yourself, I, I think that there's a lot of information to get out. And right, right. I think this, the information that we've uh, – We've gotten out tonight, and and and, and the heart that was that it was given with. I think that you know people need to hear that, man. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, they yeah. said it best, man. You know, it, it, and, and Tony, you know, that anger piece, man. Well, you know, how how you deal with that anger piece? You know, it's, right, right, right. Especially amongst our people that you know they're angry, they're mad, and they they want retribution, they want results. And in right. a lot of cases, we don't have to go after it, and we go after it the wrong way. Yeah. We wind up right. burning, down, burning down our own places and our own businesses. Right. And, right. and it's, right. it's sad, man. It really is. Yeah. Well, I'll t- tell you what. Let's do this. We'll um, do a part two, and I'll make it as long as you guys want it. <laughs> okay. I promise you. We'll do a part two. And anything else you want to bring to the table that needs to come out about being black in America, man. I mean, because this is a serious thing, you know. And this is, is affecting not just our life, but what um, our, our counterpart, counterparts don't understand. It's going to affect them too, 
You know, oh, because what we do, what we spend in the economy, are you kidding me? <laughs> you right. know, and stuff exactly. like that. I mean, not just from a spiritual point of view, but also what we spend, the amount of money that we spend buying those shoes and cars and stuff like that, you know. But that's a topic for another day. But again, hey, brothers, thank you so much. We're going to let uh, Brother Tony, uh, you had the honor of, of, of opening us, and we give you the honor of closing us out. Again, um, I want to thank everyone for listening. This has been our three real life, real men, real talk uh, with my dynamic brothers, the, the dynamite brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they blowing stuff up today, but I, I, I shouldn't say that, should I? Okay, not literally to talk about figuring it. But brother Tony, hey man, I, I love you all with the love of the yeah. Lord, man. And, I, and, Amen. I'm, and I'm likewise. Honored and grateful to be a part of this team. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I've never personally met um, Elston. I never personally met Tony, but I got to tell you, man, I, I look forward to the day when we can all sit down and just fellowship together and just have a good time. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah, we got to go to Marie. Elston, we got to go to Marie's. <laughs> right. <laughs> With the over right now. Right. Yeah. All right, um, two hours there. Lord have mercy. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, Tony, go ahead and close it out, bro. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, so much for this broadcast on tonight. We thank you, God, for being able to share our experiences, God, uh, as it comes to uh, race in this country, God, and all across the world, God. Father, we just pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you provide healing to this land, God. You said in your word, if my people will cry out unto you, God, you will heal the land and you will hear our prayers, God. So let us pray unto you, God, for healing. And most importantly, God, let us pray unto you for solutions, God, to be able to be used by you through the Holy Spirit, God, to bring peace, to bring understanding, and most importantly, God, to just end and try to eradicate this evil spirit of racism, God. Father, we can't do this alone. We know that you are on the throne and you are in control, God. Use us for your glory. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, brothers. God bless you. You know. Thank you. Right. Good night. Next, next month. Good night. Good night. Again, you've been listening to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. This has been our three real life and men real talk. And our topic has been being black in America. Please, by all means, share. Amen. And y'all be blessed. God bless you.